Johnny, do the intro. Right. Uh, um. When you think you've had it all and you feel it's nothing new, there might be something up there that we can share with you. John O'Mackey and JD are here for you at last. It's the did you ever come apart? The Pop Culture Podcast! Hello and welcome to Did You Ever Come Across the Pop Culture Podcast. With me today are the usual two gentlemen. First up is our former technical director who was sacked and replaced by a machine, Mark Gillis. How's it going, Mark? Oh, yeah. What's happening? All good? Very good. And yourself? That's good. Uh, flying at you. And secondly, we have a man who openly admitted to us last week that he was known as Plumbum in school. It's John Ducey. Uh, well, How are you, JD? That was more the bullies. Oh, hi, John. Yeah. No, the fact that you openly people admitted us is the issue. Like, I could have called it, like... Water yeah. ducks back on a plum bum, as I always say. All right. <laughs> Water <laughs> off your plum bum. Oh, I have a mental picture now, John. <coughs> no, that's, that, that weight has gone. That. Actually, it further to embarrass myself, <laughs> I lost all that weight to two weeks of diarrhea. <laughs> My God, there's no inties. Uh, Did you collect these in lunchboxes? There's pictures of me in school. I'm like an anorexic. I lost. I couldn't, couldn't cure me. Jesus. It took two weeks to stop it. And it wasn't uh, one of those uh, fancy mirrors you look into, John. No, no I, lost about, I lost about... Three and a half, four stone. Really? I come back from school and my pants were like flags in the wind. <laughs> like, <laughs> I lost that much weight. How long did you have diarrhea, John? Two weeks. Couldn't stop it. Every, 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 everybody, did you try every, your finger, no? Everybody, everybody in the house got it for like a day, like a bug that went through the house. And I just couldn't stop it with me. So where were we for the two weeks? Say the bat? <sighs> I destroyed the carpet in the hall. Jeez. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Are, sure, are you sure we want this to go play? It's fine, lads. Oh, my God. Fucking hell. When you hit rock bottom, you tend to stay there, you know? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Can we uh, discuss, have you seen anything good in the last uh, seven days, Let's. you might want to recommend to anybody? Well, I uh, I went on, on to see the uh, Joker last night. Yes, you did. Mm. How was it? It was brilliant. No, um, I'm not going to spoil that in the body because, you know, it's, you need to see it, understand what, why the film is the way it is. But um, yeah, I heard there's a uh, walkouts and stuff. Walkout. I'm not too sure why you'd walk out. It is a, is a hard watch at times. I'm yeah. not sure why you'd walk out. But um, I'd say one thing. He, like, at the start of the film, <coughs> he's the he starts laughing on the bus maniacally, and he says, "Why are you laughing like that?" So mm. he hands out this card that says, "Um, I have a medical condition that I, I, I laugh at the oddest things." Okay. And uh, please forgive me and hand back the card. So. Yeah. He obviously, as the film goes on, he gets more and more crazy, and the laugh gets, you know. And is that more just, just to justify his carry on, no, or is it actually it, how it, Well, the one spelling because it turns and turns. But unfortunately, in the crowd, there's someone laughing the exact same way oh. at the most bizarre and cringe and scary things, like. In the film? It, no, in, in the crowd. So that's their. I was just thinking, I'm going to be shot up here. This, this <laughs> is a lunatic. Like, he's yeah. laughing at the, the things you're not supposed to laugh at. Like, <laughs> laughing at the no. joker makeup on him. People were turning around and looking, <laughs> what is he laughing at that for? That is fucked up. Like, <laughs> fuck. He was probably doing it on purpose. Was he trying to fuck I don't know. It was fucking bizarre. Like. That's just as we are reacting to the scary stuff, maybe. No, that's brilliant. And I, I said to Mark last night, it was like you thinking about it after. Like, it was. He stays with you, like. Wow, you know. Yeah, yeah. I like films like It escalates that. No, like, it starts off slow and you kind of sympathize and then, you know. Who directed that? It was the guy who directed the Hangover films. I can't think of his name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Todd Phillips, I think, is his name. Jeez, that's a big departure from the Hangover yeah, movies. Yeah, he, he, the reason he says that is because he, he can't. He said you can't make comedy movies anymore. 
Okay. Okay, you want to offend somebody and somebody going yeah, on Twitter and it's the smallest little thing Fuck and it sets, off, it sets off a Twitter fucking rant and everybody hates it and it's a big kind of, you know. Maybe people just do something, not worry about uh, Twitter backlash and just do something they want to make. This is what he says. Because you're going to get back, a backlash either way, like, aren't you? I know, yeah, exactly. But this is a, it's very Scorsese, this now. And uh, I think even before he took over the reins of this film, Scorsese was looking to make this film. Okay. So you can see where it's coming from. You know, anyway, it's brilliant. I want to know about it. Uh, go see it. It's, it's, uh, it's, like, don't expect action. It's just a character study, really, about yeah. a man breaking down. It's, it's good, though. A lot of people on Twitter have compared it to... Taxi Driver? No, the Michael Douglas one. Oh, Falling, falling down. down. Falling Down. Falling Down, that's another brilliant film. Yeah, it is. But it's way better. And, and, and Joaquin Phoenix... It just compared the, the feel of the, the movies. Are yeah, quite the Joaquin same, Phoenix, he doesn't get an Oscar for this, so I don't know what's wrong in the world. Brilliant, he's, was he's, he? Like, you can't take, it's, it's him the whole film. Yeah, yeah. And you can't take your eyes off him, really. Like. Yeah. Uh, he, he, was, he said he went a bit mad as well. Yeah, he lost so much weight, he just went bonkers from the weight loss mm-hmm. as well. Like. And it's... Uh, Two hours, but it just clips along like it's good for them. Two hours isn't too long, I suppose. Huh? I look nope. forward to that. No, yeah. it was packed, the cinema was packed last night, actually. You go to cinema, Mark, will you wait till you find it somewhere online, I maybe? I actually <coughs> don't know, I might go. I don't know. But, you know. It is a TV film, but like it, it's it's so focused on Joaqu- Joaquin Phoenix that it's up in his What's face. It's a TV film. As in, it's a film you, c- you don't need to watch the big action it's things. Oh, you don't need the big experience. You don't need it, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's all in his face yeah. sometimes. It's just his facial tics. It's, even on a blow up on the screen, it's good to see him mm. the way he's, he's acting on his skin. Like it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, very impressed. Excellent. I might uh, see if take a drive down to Car Park and Cargill Lane, see can I get a copy of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, how's that? Um, anyway, we'll move on there. Move on. <laughs> uh, I was watching City on a Hill. Yes. I've it? seen yeah, the first yeah. three episodes. Good, is it? Fucking brilliant. Yeah. It's, um, I thought it was very like the town. Do you oh, the movie? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, in Boston, set in Boston. Bo- in Brothers and Anna. Charlestown, is it that the... They reckon in whatever amount of square miles there's more bank robbers in, in that square miles yeah, yeah. in Boston Thanks. than anywhere else in the world. And it's the same. And then I saw at the end of the first episode Ben Affleck and uh, Matt Damon produced it. Oh, I saw it. So it's... Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's, it's fucking... Kevin Bacon is playing this FBI agent and he's your stereotypical drunk yeah, and yeah, cocaine yeah. head and he's just fucking brilliant in it. Like. And uh, set in the 89 or something like that? Set in early 90s, yeah. Um, it's brilliant. Love it. Yeah. I think there's six in the first season. I don't know if there's a second season. I don't know what's happening. I don't think so. But I, I hugely recommend it. Yeah. It's fantastic. Have you seen anything yourself, Mark? No. Okay. <laughs> so we'll move on there to um, <laughs> JD's movie and TV news. In a world, JD's movie and TV news. All right, lads. Um... Director Sam Mendes, uh, his film 1917, had a second trailer this week, and I sent it to you during mm-hmm. the week, and uh, it looks epic. I think you'll agree, yeah? Yeah, it's loosely based on a, a snippet of a story from someone's, his grandfather, Sam Mendes' grandfather. So, he's, uh, so he claims, yeah. yeah. And uh, the film is shot like it was all one continuous scene. As obviously, it wasn't all continuous one yeah, scene, it just looks but it's shot way. like the whole two hours of it is following the one scene. Obviously trailer looks fantastic. Almost like, you know, like 24, I suppose, yeah, continuous. Yeah, yeah. Like that. It's one mm. continuous scene shot that way. So Real yeah, time, kind of. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it looks really good, yeah. Um, a trailer for Guy Ritchie's The Gentleman dropped during the week, and um, it's returned to his roots with gangster films. Yeah, I see him in a lot. Yeah, it's, uh, the trailer shows like lots of scheming, bribery, and blackmail, and it looks like he's kind of found his mojo. Again, I suppose he's yeah, I suppose it's what he knows too, like, isn't yeah, it? And yeah, and what's, what's the last one? Revolver. What, what, what was that one? After Lockstock or Snatch, actually. But then he went off to just Hollywood films. Then, like. But mm. that, that's out January 1st. 
Um, H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds is getting a TV show on the BBC this autumn. Yeah. Uh, there was a Tom Cruise movie there in the early 2000s, but this will be based on the... Uh, actual book. The 1987 story, yeah. Mm. And there's a trailer out there again. Looks very, very impressive. It's kind of very high-end special effects for a TV show on the yeah. BBC. It's really like kind of period drama. <coughs> yeah. like, like a period drama, exactly, yeah. They do but good shows, um, BBC and UTV. They do. And they do a lot of good shows. The Alien, in fairness, is very like, similar to the one in the Tom Cruise film, the mm. big tree-pronged oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's very impressive looking. Um, Stranger Things released a t- or t- season four, released a teaser trailer uh, hinting at the world outside Hawkins, which is the town the series is based in. Yeah. Uh, no date was given for the premiere, however. Uh, probably autumn or mid midsummer next year, or even Halloween next year again. Yeah, they're they're on to fill it quickly again, like aren't they? Just yeah, well, the kids are, the kids are growing up. That's the problem. Yeah, they have to, they they have they have to move, move on. Yeah, they have to move fast. Yeah. And uh, lastly, George R. R. Martin, our old buddy. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. He, Go on. he said he's that yeah. you're glazing over there. Yeah. <laughs> we we have all uh, 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 episode two of our uh, podcast was based on my complaints with season uh, eight. Yeah, that's been eight, uh, taken off the internet now. I think isn't it? Because uh, we got quite so a number so of complaints. complaints. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, the, he said that he needed five more seasons to do justice to the story of ten episodes actually so we all felt it was rushed and five more seasons five more seasons to do justice now in fairness, the, in fairness like he never he never, never finished the books that need no, no, uh, yeah, just gonna say, uh, so he's th- one to talk to he can't talk is he ever going to finish the books now is, is there much point oh he's finished them he's, is finished he? them. he's one he's kind of he's holding off I'd say yeah yeah uh, yeah that's all my movie and TV news this week Excellent. Obviously, you've heard me. I've spoke earlier about the Joker, so moving on. Perfect. Um, hand you over there to Mark for his music news. All right, it's Marky's music minute. Thanks very much. And uh, Tim Lizzie got two 50th anniversary stamps released this week. Oh. There, it's lovely atmospheric sound did there, Mark. Did you like that? Yeah, I like that, Sean. That's very nice. That's perfect. Yeah. And he's playing your kitchen somehow. So anyway, they got two stamps released. There you go. In the flesh. The boys are back. Boys are back in town. Is that one or two? That's just one. Of That's them. just the thing that came with it. Oh, very good. Came the post. Yeah. They were sent to you. And uh, my mother and sister, my mother and sister, then sent me out a birthday card there with, with the stamps on them. They're, very they're out already. Yeah, <coughs> yeah, they're very nice. <coughs> and, nice and why are they running these stamps? Fiftieth uh, anniversary of Tin Lizzy, of like the band Tin Lizzy. Band Tin Lizzy. Yeah, yeah. When did he pass away? Sorry. This. Will we start again? No, that's perfect. <laughs> when did he pass away, Mark? Sorry, what, any? Uh, Nineteen eighty-six. Eighty-six. Oh, it's only a pub. Oh, oh well. Oh, well, yeah, five. Is it been five, yeah? January 86. My word. But, um, there's a bit of a dispute about it, though, because on post are saying it was October 69 they were found. Okay. Wiki are saying December, and biographers are saying January 1970. I'm sure on wouldn't be the most reliable source of those three now, in fairness, like, would they? Yeah, who cares, anyway, sir? They're nice, anyway. They're very nice, yeah. But uh, Ginger Baker died. So I just said you're talking about stamps there, Mark. Yeah. Um, just off the top of my head there, the British Guyana, which is now known as just Guyana, which is a country in north, northern South America. Guyana. The Guyana, yeah. Mm. It's on the northern coast there. Um, their one-cent magenta stamp is regarded as the world's most famous rare stamp. 
mm. and it sold recently there for just off the top of my head uh, $9,480,000 fucking hell yeah and it, it's apparently the only specimen now known to exist in the world Jeez. yeah so some um, oh, I wrote the pe- was it Penny Black is it? Penny Black yeah no this is, this is the most rare one there's only one known in existence um, the philatelists which are stamp collectors and and uh, general general interest yes you were weren't you <laughs> flatness would you consider yourself still nah no Fuck just like as a young lad I've mm. Lizzie <laughs> yeah Max dogs are going cracked outside the door there lads we just want to apologise there that's actually like a sound effect <laughs> yeah. oh is that still not real dogs no that's Giant's phone yeah so that sold in uh, 17th of June 2014 and the previous owner was um was convicted of murdering an Olympic wrestling champion in really? 2000. And he died in January 2010. Jeez. So that stamp became available in and it sold for $9.48 million. Wow. Mm. That wasn't the Fox statue, was it? That wasn't that wrestler murder, was it? No. Was it what? The Fox. No, I didn't, never heard of that. Possibly, yeah. I haven't watched that movie, you know, it's based on a, guy, a wrestler being murdered by his owner. Like. Oh, yeah, maybe so. Could be. Steve Carell. Cheers, that's fair. interesting. Thanks, John. No problem at all. So, uh, Ginger Bakery, where are him? He was the drummer with Cream. And yes, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He died there yesterday. He was age 80. What he died? Of a Tuesday. Was it was Tuesday? actually Sunday. Oh, no. Okay. <coughs> uh, the Beatles break their own record with the longest gap between number one placings of 50 years, beating Sgt. Pepper's 49 years. Whoa. So that's Abbey Road are re-released with all extras and stuff. Are you buying very good. Set? No. What's well, it? It's, it's on Spotify anyway. But loads of like. Ah, there's loads of things. There's collector stuff. Book and mm. all that you probably have lost the stuff anyway, yeah, do you? In bits and pieces. Uh, over the Spotify years. released the deluxe version there. It's, it? uh, it's very interesting. It's all different versions of songs and mm. stuff. Yeah. And the outtakes and mm. chats yeah, in between recording yeah, yeah. And stuff, yeah. You can hear someone going, uh, we need to turn it down. We're getting complaints. And yeah. <laughs> John Lennon's like, Who the f- who's around at this time of night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, bigger than Jesus. Get out of here. How dare you! Don't tell the Beatles <laughs> to turn down cheek, there, you know. And uh, Metallica after postponing their tour of Australia and New oh, Zealand, as yes. James Hetfield has gone back into rehab. What drink is it? Drink, yeah. The demon drink. Do you remember the film? Was it some some kind of monster? Did you see that? I haven't. No, actually, oh I should have watched. You should watch that. It's yeah, oh, it's harrowing. Like, is it? Uh, I didn't know it was about that. To be honest, yeah, Jim, there's a psychologist in it now, oh. interviewing him and stuff. Oh, that's crazy shit. Like, you'd be saying like. Why did they release that? Like? Yeah. What's the film then where you're the stalky fan? Oh, that's uh, what's that? You saw that, didn't you? I don't think so. It's no. actually a concert, like, but no, I've never seen that. No, there's a kind no. of a backstory then with this stalky fan. Kind of mm. Very yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought that, that was, I thought that, I thought that was some kind of monster. That's why I got confused. Like. No, there's just uh, the thing that should not be or something. Like that. Oh, okay. It's the name of one of their other songs, anyway. Then. But um, no, I'm saying no. So, Ed O'Brien and Michael Stiper after announcing solo albums. Michael Stiper, he's been out of action since... Yeah. They're gone, what, that 10 years ago? Rem, is it? Rem, Rem yeah. yeah. Rem. College band. <laughs> I never yeah. really liked them. Well, I kind of uh, like yeah, them. Yeah, great songs there. And Ed O'Brien then out of Radiohead. Mm. What kind of uh, stuff have you seen? They're similar enough, I suppose, stuff, is it? You were just listening to it. Huh? Is that him? Yeah. Snaps. So... There you are. The atmospheric kind of So no songs, no singing. I thought it was going to be a guitar because he's a guitarist. Yeah. So I thought yeah. it was going to be like guitar-y songs. Like, so mm. Surprising, isn't it? That's, that's going to sell really well, let's say, isn't it? And that's called Santa Teresa. Oh, Saint Teresa. Yeah. Very good. Or Trasa. So, uh, to be Tom Scrooge? <laughs> 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 to be Trasa up in Norton. Mother Teresa. 
Tom Screws, yes. Yeah, Tom Screws. <coughs> so there was a battle between all the major record labels. Well, what's left of them anyway? Before Disney buys them all up, I suppose. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they decided to sign to Phony Music Limited, <laughs> <laughs> an independent label from China, for 100,000 renminbi, is it? Or yuan? Yen. So, you know, they're, they're, no, not yen. Yen is Japan. Okay. It's yuan. Oil. Yeah. Why yuan? That's worth how much in So that's only euro? about 12 grand. 12 grand? Yeah. 7 euro. They were very happy, you know, so all five members. money for a new band like yeah. that. They were so happy they threw a huge party at the Five Star Rosewood Hotel in Beijing. <laughs> How much did that cost? I'll tell you there, no. But their party antics got out of control. Details are sketchy, but apparently riot squads had to be called in from Hong Kong. Those Tom Scrum boys, huh? All 42 members were arrested and were released on bail for 50,000 UN. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's half of it. And they had a hotel built in for another 50,000 UN, so that's all their money gone. Oh my god. So they're out of pocket and the label dropped them, so they're stranded now in China. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> what is with them in Asia? Yeah, that side of the world. It's crazy shit, isn't it? Mad bastards. So yeah, that's all my news now. Excellent. Very good, Mark. Brilliant. I'd hand you over there to uh, myself there for John's World. <gasps> it's time for John's World. Right now. Did you know, boys, that the word almost is the longest word in the English language to have all of its letters in alphabetical order? Canel. Canel. The word almost is the only word in the English language with all its letters in alphabetical order. That's mad, isn't it? The yeah. only word. The longest word. Oh, I those other ones. Crazy, yeah. yeah. ABC, especially. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know your ABCs, John? No. Do you know them backwards? <laughs> No, not, not off the top of my head. Anyway, I no. don't feel otherwise, but I'm very busy. Um, <laughs> did you know that the term deadline comes from the American Civil War? Prisoners would have lines drawn in the dirt around them, and if they tried to escape or uh, cross that line, they'd be executed on the spot. Thanks. So that was known as the deadline. I came close with last night. You did? Yeah, the deadline. Trying to get my fucking topic together. <laughs> very good. <laughs> you have got 45 pages now. Jesus Christ. Front and back. I thought the conspiracy one was bad, like, jeez. Fucking hell. <laughs> I, I, it'll be seamless, Mark. I know. I, I have every... Um, <laughs> the word quarantine derives from the Venetian dialect of Italian, uh, using the words quaranta and giorno, meaning 40 days. Go ahead. Mm. This is because when it's discovered the ships that were coming into port, they were infested with play-carrying rats. Yikes. They were made to sit at anchor outside Venice's city walls for 40 days before coming Jeez. in. Uh, proper job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's quarantine from Quarantia Gionno. Um, film producer Jeffrey Katzenberg. You'll be familiar with him, John, would you? Does he sound familiar? It sounds very familiar. But yes. He was uh, He was the man, uh, they say, revived the Walt Disney Studios by producing some of the biggest hits like The Little Mermaid, Lion King, yeah, Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin. Um, after the success of all those movies, he uh, went to the top press asked for a promotion. And they uh, fired him on the spot for the cheek to ask oh, for him. Oh, my God. So then he swore revenge against Disney and left and founded? DreamWorks? DreamWorks Studios. Uh-huh. So he's worth 900 million now. He's yeah. doing okay. Yeah. I suppose Disney won them now as well, do they? I don't know. They're on drone. They're still independent yet. No doubt they will. They will at some stage, yeah. yeah. Viagra, Mark. Yeah. Yeah, you're familiar with that, <laughs> aren't you? I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah. Do you know that when it's dissolved in water, it can make cut flowers stay erect for up, up to a week longer than they usually would? Erect? Yes. Alex. Stand up straight. It stiffens the stem a bit. It stiffens the stem, John. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, 
Nazis lads have got a bit of bad press over the years. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they weren't all bad, apparently. No? Yeah, apparently they were the first ever people in modern history to start an anti-smoking and tobacco movement. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. They did a lot of other shit that was a lot worse <laughs> than that. But yeah, they, they were the ones who were, uh, they say, it started the anti-smoking movement first. Jeez. And to finish off the lads, which is a bit of a bizarre one, did you know that the national animal of, animal of Scotland is? Badger? The unicorn. Okay. Really? Yes. <laughs> An imaginary thing. <laughs> Batshit crazy. But uh, that's it for this week, lads. We I was thinking whales, sorry, for the, the dragon, sorry. The dragon, yeah, that would be whales, yeah. And uh, the tail is cat for the Isle of Man, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to pass you over there to JD for his occasional tech corner, which we seem to have every week. <laughs> <laughs> Off you go, JD. I'll show you yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be Apple News. There's unfortunately no Apple News what? this week. Oh, Apple disappointing, free. you know. That is hugely disappointing. Yeah. We'll turn off that there, lads. I'll see you next <laughs> week, boys. <laughs> That's a short podcast. Um. It's the occasional technology corner. Call of Duty Mobile came out on phones uh, this week. Did it? Yep. It's uh, free to play, and but it has the usual kind of pay-to-win yeah, trappings, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, okay. so... Yeah, for timers and stuff, you pay more oh, money, you can you advance. I was wondering about the phone games, John, and they're free and stuff. Do they save your progress? Yeah. Or can you just start each time you log on? Oh, every time you log on, it'll save you. Yeah. All your stuff They'll will save as you go, yeah, yeah. just trying. Oh, okay, yeah. And it should be cloud save now, this stage, so yeah. if you lost your phone, it'll mm. continue on your next phone. We're saying yeah. on with Facebook, then it saves your progress. Is that like oh, yeah, which, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the only problem with that is it's, it's uh, 1.3 gigs to download. It's not a small download. Like, so so I won't be bad. playing it's all my, my Alcatel. Mark and yeah. seven Alcatel <laughs> phones side by side to take all that. <laughs> Have you played it? I played a bit of it, yeah. I just played the, the training, and it's a bit jerky. You know, it's obviously it, yeah. some teething problems, like, but it's not too bad. I played uh, Mario Kart on the phone. Did you? Did you? It's very good. I, I'm not a fan of the steering, though. It's a bit... There's a few um, drifting, Ops, yeah. steering, and there's one with the arrow. Tapping, yeah. Just not even tapping, does yeah. You yeah. can tilt your phone as well. Yeah. Okay, I didn't try that, no. That's the one I've been using. I must, I must get back to it, though. I'm not mastering it, the game, only, so I just use the easiest version to It's only to um, versus computer at the moment. Yeah, that's all, yeah. yeah. Um, it's good, that looks good. It looks good. It's, it's very, good it's very slick looking, in fairness, for a phone game. FIFA 20 came out last week, and its main... What are we looking for now? Cover star. Oh, it's a cover server. It's main uh, selling point now okay. is uh, the thing called Volta Football. What is it? Volta. Volta. Okay. Which is a 5v5... 5v5... Is this 5 aside, you mean? 5v5 street football. Okay, oh, so 5 uh, aside. It'd be easier to yeah, say, wouldn't five it? Yeah, 5 aside maybe, yeah. And uh, it's kind of trick-based. You'll be flicking off walls and oh, stuff. Right. And, uh, oh, excellent. That sounds good, Do you play FIFA Street, Mark? No. 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 I think it's, yeah, kind of, it's, a standalone, but it's kind of like that. It's, it's uh, placing the journey mode. Yeah, I wasn't. It didn't turn me on. You, you played Journey Deport, didn't you? For the old and uh, the, the grass. No, I've seen it, but I, no. Mm. The Alex Hunter, my night player. You want to play? I remember that. Yeah. The story more kind of for yeah. FIFA World Bank. Okay, we'll just stay away from any nice news at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Mark, you can cut this yeah. out after because no one is here. They can hear us crying into our mics. Jesus Christ. Microsoft announced their new dual screen phone called the Surface Duo, and it's going to be an Android phone. Oh. Which is a massive first. It, they actually partnered with Google to make it. Um, the screens are joined by a hinge and are not foldable, foldable like recent uh, other dual screen phones. It has a flipper on keyboard which turns into a small laptop as well. And actually, it's actually wor- worth looking at the trailer to see how pressed this thing is. Yeah. Um, Why is there a hinge if it doesn't fold? It does fold, but it's a hinge. It, you know, the, the Samsung Fold was oh, like, yeah, like you fold the screen. Itself, fold. Yeah. That was cracking. That happened that anyway, can I? <laughs> no. So that was, that, that was obviously withdrawn from the market because it was cracking on the hinge yeah. or the, on the fold. Yeah. So this one has a it's hinge. I never saw that problem arising. Yeah. <laughs> but see me now that you can, uh, if you 
it uh, guarantees for 10,000 folds, 100,000 oh, yeah, 100, folds a year on this new Samsung Fold shit, lads. Okay. Guarantee. Yeah. But this, sh- this yeah, sorry. Sorry, remember the, the Nintendo, sure, they used to get all. The DS hinges is cracking. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine, uh, like, we all know how many times we look at our phones every yeah. day? Like, you're going to, 100,000 times could. You could rack it up in a month, like, <laughs> easily. But it, like, but it's, it's different, this one is a hinge, so obviously, mm. so it sh- shouldn't happen. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's um, it's well, well worth looking at the trailer because it's actually a very, a phone I think I might look at because it's, it's like a laptop as well. Okay. Um, No price has been announced and it's out December 2020. Sounds pricey. It looks very pricey. It's a <laughs> slick bit of kit. Yeah. That's how my head was turning. I saw it. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Look at the shiny, shiny. It's <laughs> like a fucking magpie. You, <laughs> you can slide this, the keyboard up and down the lower screen and then the bottom becomes a little touchpad. Okay. Like an actual square appears on the screen like yeah. your, your touch would be for a mouse. Yeah, very it's impressive. very impressive. Mm. And uh, yeah. And who's making it, you say? Microsoft. Microsoft. Because they, they had their own Microsoft phones for a while uh, on the Nokia, with Nokia's and they were a bit of a disaster. How big is this bit of kit? It sounds like it's, it's, it's substantial, Johnny. A4. everything going on. <laughs> A4 phone. <laughs> it's supposed to be equivalent to my Note phone. Maybe two of those. Oh, yeah, just slightly. A slightly longer screen on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's impressive. Worth mm. looking at anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. My tech news this week. That's your tech news. And I apologise for my stuttering there. I got very excited. That's okay, John. <laughs> I think you um, it went downhill after your first episode. Like, yeah, Mark. Thank you. That that sounds very impressive, Mark. Thank you. I can bring that back if you want, lads. I no. can practice my diction I think and be it was very anal. It was freaking anal. Straight. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. Silence. There, let's. <laughs> So I think I'll pass you off to Mark, who's not one bit nervous, but he's going to do his um, topic this week. Woo. The very best to look to you, Mark. The very best to look. Topic okay. of the week. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Come in. Take a load off. Listen to this week's topic of the week. All right, boys. Are you familiar with the term sampling? Yes. Sampling, yes. Very much so. Um, right, where am I going to start here now? So this is the earliest example which I could find. It's by a band called Yes. Have you heard of Yes? Heard of Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's big, the big country, remember that? Yes. So this one I played the guitar on. Then they spliced in the actual soundtrack. Okay. You know oh yeah. So that's, that's the earliest uh, I could find. And then 13 years later, they did. Um, do you know Owner of Lonely Heart? Yes. Let's start that down. Yes, oh, yes. That, yeah. lovely tune. So, who sings that again? Yes. That's yes again, yeah. yeah. So, you know the paranoia where it goes. Come on, paranoia. Sure, that there. Mm. So, that was uh, using a fair late computer musical instrument. Was where these lads, they stuck a computer onto synthesizers mm. and fed in loads of samples, then was they're called. So, they actually came up with the term sampling. Okay. So, owner of Lonely Heart uses this. Trevor Horn was the producer. And uh, you now Trevor Horn, he's like a big 80s producer, mm. like, okay. like the sound of the 80s. And uh, so this, this is the fucking hell. <laughs> 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 
Uh, this is the the actual fair later thing. <laughs> That's actually a very video gamey, Mark. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the, uh, the prodigy should did, did yeah. the bits of the samples. Games yeah, there, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then you had this song here later. Remember Dark Denies? You've heard them? Yeah. So this was their big hit in uh, 1984 called "Close to the Edit." So they sampled. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The original samplers yeah. they sampled them. So uh, sampling then is. Well, it actually is, is you're lifting a section of a song. And they could make another completely different sound. Yeah. So, do you have a rapper's delight? Yes. Yeah. So that's like two songs. Oh, yeah. Two mm. samples lifted know. up and stuck together. Like. It was in a lot of films and stuff, isn't it? Very, that's very the, 80s. That's the, we, the wedding... Wedding singer, wasn't it? singer, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, man. The, the old woman was singing, wasn't it? Do 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 do. It pop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very yucky. Yeah, what you call it? Um, I don't know. Bites of dust from you, uh, Queen there. Yeah, that was sampled, sure, by Vanilla Ice. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Boom boom. So this is the original. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. So this cut out that so here comes that sound by Love Deluxe which was 1979 yeah. oh, so that's really it's late 70s it's really 70s sound right like it, yeah. and Rapper's Delight is actually 1979 isn't it? Yeah. so it's from the same time right? it's making more samples to be kind of so chic. a few oh, years yeah, that's between where the bass came from yeah he's been sampling that same bass now for the last 20 years, <laughs> years. Oh, yeah. he's living off that right <laughs> yeah. uh, Nile Rogers. Nile Rogers. Nile Rogers, yeah. he's, he's the guitarist yeah apparently they're not called Sheik they're called Nile Rogers and Sheik yeah <laughs> Exactly. It's like Frank Lampard's Chelsea and <laughs> Steven Gerrard's Rangers. God. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the concept of sampling anyway. So like uh, in the eighties then and the nineties, like dance bands and stuff, you know. Mm. They would tone on it then. So they did like they'd get to start the drums, you know. So this is the most what would you call it, the most sampled song in history. Okay. It's called uh, it's James Brown's funky drummer. Oh, the dogs love it, don't they? Oh, yeah. So hip hop, rap, post dance music, this mainly sections of this drum. Hey, yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of simple though. You can use it anywhere, like. So the drummer was Clyde Stubblefield. Uh, it was recorded in 1969. So it was used by Public Enemy, N.W.A., Run D.M.C., L.L. Cool J, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Jay Z, and even Ed Sheeran. Oh God! <laughs> fucking Sheeran. He has a song called Shirt Sleeves. I've never That's heard That's lyrical blacksmith. It's also the, the Magic Number by De La Soul. You know that song? Yeah. It's yeah. drums for that. And George Michael's Freedom. Oh, Freedom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, I can hear it now. Yeah. Not, not Johnny's a big uh, George Michael fan. Yeah, well. The, that whole genre. Wham. Maybe not even the music side of it. You hear it all right, you know? <laughs> Yeah, perfect, yeah. So the next one is, uh, they're called The Winstons, 1969 again. They released an EP called Colour Him Father. And on the B-side was a song called Amen Brother. And half a true, there was a drum solo, which became known as the Amen Break. So this this one. That's why the techno heads love this That's one. That's like, very prodigy, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So that was lifted from that. And uh, 
it's been estimated that it's been in about 1,500 songs. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. It was played by a fella called Gregory Coleman. And uh, it's estimated, what was it? The copyright owner is Richard L. Spencer. He was the leader of uh, the Winstons. And neither him nor Coleman received any royalties for the break. Uh, Spencer dismissed it as plagiarism. So, so they made no money off it? Made, How can you can just take someone's sample yeah, and... Exactly. Is that still the case now or just the case with them? More about that later. Okay. No. This, uh, actually, this, it's very sketchy, like, isn't it? So you're saying that over 1,000 f- yeah. tracks have been produced it's from that sample? Like and it was used by NWA, Salt yeah, Pepper, Skrillex, Informer by Snow, yeah. The Prodigy, Plan B, even Slipknot have uh, used that. Be good. On a song called Pulse of the Maggots, I wouldn't be too familiar with Slipknot stuff. One Paul Cronin would know. Paul Cronin would be a big fan. Not sure he listens to this. But well, he, he's probably watch it, will he? Huh? He might watch it on. <laughs> he he might watch it, it on Facebook. Uh, it, uh. So then there's this one. That is so familiar as well. Like yeah. it. So that's the incredible Bongo Band. <laughs> it is actually in it. And it's actually the cover of the Shadows Apache. You know, Apache. Yeah. The old instrumental, which was also a cover. So that was 1973. And it's been called Hip Hop's National Anthem. Yeah. And it's played by a fellow called Jim Gordon. Uh, Africa Bambata is believed to be the fellow who found it. And uh, the Sugar Hill Gang, LL Cool J, Moby, Goldie, Aphex Twin, Run DMC, all the usual sampled it. So the uh, next one then is... Not familiar? It is. That's the amazing about every clip you've played so far. Yeah. They all sound familiar, yeah. Sampling, if you know, right? So that's uh, Bob James doing a cover of uh, Paul Simon's Take Me to the Mardi Gras, which I'm not familiar with. No. Uh, that was 1975, and Run DMC, NWA, Beastie Boys, Jay-Z, and our old buddy, ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. Yeah, he used that. And this is the last one, then. You familiar with that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Jay-Z, is it? That's Led Zeppelin, then. That was used in um, Puff Daddy and Godzilla, was it? Loads of stuff. That's called When the Levy Breaks from 1971. It's Bjork as well, you know, Bjork's song. Yeah. Army of Me or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She used that. Beyonce, Enigma, Beastie Boys, Eminem, and Massive Attack. And tell me tell me, Mark. You, uh, have, you, have you done what a sample would cost for you use a sample from a song what you're supposed to get permission from the copyright holder and the writer huh. so there's, there's obviously there's money you need to get their, their blessings if you make any money yeah they can come after but if you don't make any money like, I don't think we're going to be coming after, they're going to be coming after us like, are they? you never know <laughs> alright M- McCarthy here and I'm not playing footy I'm listening to Did You Ever Come Across the Pop Culture Podcast. Hashtag bring back strawberry jam. So I'm going to break when down the song up. here, Ophi. Right? So you're familiar with the song. Break it down, Dermot. Yes. Or Moby. No. Fatboy Slim. <laughs> John and his music, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't know. What's that, Mark? <laughs> no. That's staying stay in. John, in. that is so staying in. Like. On the editing floor, that must stay. 
So we're all familiar with that song. Huge song. 99. Yes. So like, this is like stealing for a living. Like, you know I mean? like, That's exactly what it is. Boy, slim work, like, you know? Oh, quite a few pounds, I'd say. So that came from his album in 1998. You've come a long way, baby. Released in 99. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't. What are the still Yeah. Huh? I'm so embarrassed. I still have the uh, CD. Of, uh, it said Moby like a fool. So this is the piano part. Ah, uh, yeah. Man, mm, so he crazy. just lifted that. And the lyric is, might keep your fantastic ball. <laughs> so that was a balance and rehearsal by Hoyt Axton and James B. Lawsing Sound Inc. from 1973. Very familiar with them, aren't you? Yeah, it just rolls, yeah. Off, rolls off the tongue like, doesn't it? So, uh, Are you sure it's not Moby, Mark? No, it's, I don't it's think so it's <laughs> We'll get back to Moby later. Moby will be, yeah. That's my bad now, sorry. And this is the focus then. We've come a long, long way together. So, so you just stuck that on top of the other one? Yeah. The it's like Dido's song on her own with them. Yeah, Eminem did. Eminem's song, yeah. yeah. Dido's very bored in her own. So that's Take Your Praise by Camille Yarbrough from 1975. Still good though. Mm. Mad, no? well, that's really funky, isn't so it? Seventies so funk flick. Just cut out that bit there. Yeah. Mm. And she didn't get one cent. That's. F- I can't understand that. That's <laughs> mental, like, isn't it? I imagine this. She'd probably listen to that now and really go, so "Fucking prick!" They're just taking the house off me. <laughs> I couldn't speak. I say, I never heard of her. Like, did you? No. John didn't cut it. We were still in Baghdad back then. Possibly. Wait, so you know this bit? Nah, nah, nah. Oh yeah, who's that, John? That's uh, Fat by Slim. So that's the York part. <laughs> so so mm. that's uh, Steve Miller from 1968. Oh, I don't even know he was up that long ago. Like. They've made their billings from like stealing music. Yeah, it's sampling. stealing. Sampling is the word. It's actually a compliment to take someone else's work and I always ask make money off it yourself. I always ask permission for ice tea. I didn't even nah, nah, nah. <laughs> what? Sorry. <laughs> what did you say there? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> this is the nah, 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 nah. This is Bill Cosby coming at you with music and fun. My words. I like pudding. Pudding pops and stuff, yeah. Do you like pudding, John? I like pudding things that don't belong, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Bill Cosby. <laughs> so that was... Uh, Actually, that was fake media. Fake it was news. a cartoon in this 1973. Would you be familiar with it? If you like your animated things. What film? It's called uh, Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids. Oh, Fat Albert, I've heard of, heard of yeah. yeah never and the Cosby Kids. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> That was Fat Albert, sorry. My okay. first, that was brilliant. <laughs> That's why, that was his thing, like. Is it? Fat Albert. Hey, hey, hey. And he the drums in. And that's... That's called Running Back to You by a band called Ruby from 1976. So he just took all those five elements, stuck them all together. Ruby, but Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. So I was thinking, like, what no, if, we, if, <laughs> if we did that? I just think the same thing. Well, can we, we get can? away with it now? But, like, if you try to steal Fat by Slim sample, now he'd be after you. We need permission. But it's these, these probably little, little known bands to us. We stole their stuff, put it together a tune, number one hit, made a fortune. I think the only way they can come Who's to us stop us? We have to make millions first, and then they'll notice us, and then they'll take our money. What if we yeah, made we'll get back to that later in a hundred thousand people be making millions of us, like, wouldn't it? Would you be happy with hundred grand for one song? 
Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Let's do it. Let's. And all bits of other people. I turned this off there, so let's just let's do it there. Ha 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 ha! two pop culture podcasts at the end of the day. So yeah, um, I get the spoons. Back to Moby. <laughs> Derek Mara plays spoons, doesn't he? he does, yeah. He's a big fan of the old spoons. <laughs> Two Euro coins. And Richie Kavanagh. He loves Richie Kavanagh as well. Oh, it's fair decent. Yeah. yeah Mount, what was it? Mount Faser from Mount Leinster there this morning. That's yeah. one of Johnny's number one. Freaked you out there. I didn't know what you were on about. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did I. I was saying, am I missing something here? No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. John is missing something, Mark, clearly. So uh, back to Moby. It was what? around the same time, 1999. Is he, sorry, is he like back Fab- to Moby. We didn't speak about Moby <laughs> yeah, already, because he, he, it wasn't Moby. Is he kind of like Fast Boy Slim, <laughs> yeah. So he, he had an album out in 1999. Uh, play. Play, yeah. Familiar with that. yeah I, I think he released it. every song as a single, did he? Yeah. I'd, I'd say he did, yeah. 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 So uh, it was notable for its extensive use of samples from recordings made by Alan Lomax from a 1983 box set called Sounds of the South, a musical journey from the Georgia Sea Islands to the Mississippi Delta. Yeah, it's really southern stuff, yeah. And he borrowed that from a friend. That was a podcast we were listening to, wasn't it? It was a podcast called Heavyweight. Yeah, and oh, yeah. The, the guy, Jonathan Goldstein, the presenter, met him. And he tried to get those. He didn't want any money. Maybe he wanted, but he just didn't say he wanted money. But he just wanted the, the box set back. You know, but uh, Moby wasn't having it. He said it's in cold storage somewhere. I might oh. have to look for it. And, uh, <laughs> as far as no, it's, uh, it's been a couple of years ago. I, I don't, say he's I been don't think he got then, is he? Moby, he seems to come across. He, he sat down and spoke to him and they recorded him and he seemed mm. fairly okay. But he, was, he said, like, yeah, I'll definitely get you that. It's in storage somewhere. And he never got it back, I don't think. Mm. Up to Check now. it out on Heavyweight. Counting his money, I suppose. I suppose he is, yeah. So, this, you'd be familiar with this? Ooh, oh, yeah, that's right. So, so that's one of those songs, oh. it's called Trouble So Hard by Vera Hall from 1960. So mm. don't know so that wasn't Moby singing. Fat And that's the drums then. Mm. I wouldn't change a thing by Coke Escovedo. That sounds similar too. Yeah. Oh, so he stole the drums as well from someone else? Yeah, sure. Oh, the whole thing is just sort of stuck together from different things. Me, like. Like. That sounds like a song from. Um, what you call him? It is called He'll Roll Your Burdens Banks. Away. It was the Banks Brothers and the Greater Harvest Back Home so Choir from 1963. Is it familiar yet? Not yet. No. Why does my oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. Uh, isn't it? Straight in. Straight like in. That's straight huh? out stealing, straight like. In, and, uh, and then, you, you know, you have this one. Ah, uh, yeah. So that's yeah. Sometimes by Bessie Jones. 1960. Woo! Yeah! And then you got a bit of Joe Cocker. You got a bit of Joe Cocker then. A bit of Joe as well? For the piano. Yeah. What's that, John? Yeah. Woman by Woman or something. That's, that's a major part Did he create any music at all? No, just all <coughs> sampling. So well, how many awards did he win over? Apart from all the money he made, he must have won lots of awards. So oh, basically, he won loads of Grammys, sir. Did for, for sticking tips together, together, together yeah. Fucking hell, man! How come we didn't know about this before, Mark? Do you remember that? Oh, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Yeah, Laura's team was it? That was his first kind of big hit, like Go. I thought that was um, John. Uh, that's not what's his name. John, your music now. <laughs> no, stop Mark Snow was that his music? The Twin Peaks and oh, is it? I don't know. The, I don't know who the he's the artist. I think it's Mark Snow. He's always on the, the Titans that starts twice. Oh, Mark Snow. Can't Google that now. So yeah, that was Moby's. Uh, he made an absolute fortune. Yeah, like they're all that. Is Chemical Brothers? Yeah, definitely got it. 
Remember this? Yeah. We're like Moby. <laughs> As in they're musicians, is it? Yeah. So let's take a Moroccan singer flag. Nijat Atabo or something. Sorry, what's his name? I don't know. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue anyway. Rolls off the tongue. I don't know. You know this? Yeah, this is 1985. Hey girls. Oh yeah. 1985. Hey boys. Isn't that amazing? Superstar DJs. Here we go. Here we go. So that's uh, Rockmaster Scott and the Dynamic Tree doing the roof is on fire. And that was 85. 1985. And what year did um? 97. 97. So not 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 time between that one. Crazy, isn't it? Absolute geniuses for the, know, the work yeah. they create. All they so do is stick on helmets and rob stuff at people. Yeah. That's all they do. So the prodigy, then you know the voodoo people. Yeah, the voodoo people. This is Nirvana. <laughs> Very Nirvana. Nirvana. Fuck, the start of it. Brilliant. And yeah. uh, tune. That was the last post by <laughs> <up>. Shalomar. <laughs> and they, they robbed a bit of uh, the breeders. Oh, yeah. And the breeders, were that 70s, 80s? Breeders? No, that's uh, the one from the Pixies. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was 1993. And uh, do you know what, uh, what's called Out of Space by the Prodigy? Was it one of their early songs? No, but I'd say I will. This is the the sound. I'm gonna send him to outer oh, yeah. space. Yeah. Well, Romeo, 1976. I'm gonna send him to outer this space. Is, this is our most played one then, I suppose. 
That was the one called no, Kelly Charles. No, 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 Nineteen eighty-seven. Mother of God, they created no, nothing. They did nothing, John. No, nothing. nothing. Ye so non-creators. Uh, You're a wizard, Harry. And listen to Did You Ever Come Across the Pop Culture Podcast and all? I'm going to have a bit of a quiz. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to get your buttons ready? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to play the actual real song, and he, I want you to tell me. Uh, You're playing the original. We I'm want to know what it is. Yeah, okay. I want you to tell okay. me who, who it is. Well, who, who you think it is? It's Moby. <laughs> They're all Moby. This is blatant as well. It is, of course. I just can't think off the top of my head. So it's actually Chicago. A song called Street Player, 1979. I don't know. I know the clip, I know yeah, yeah, Just wait for Man Out to come in here singing. Great song in the 90s, huh? It's actually in 1979. <laughs> Sister is singing now. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> that's crazy. Fucking isn't? hell. Still don't know what they're called. What are they called? Uh, the Bucketheads. <laughs> <laughs> Buckethead? The Bucketheads. Not Buckethead. No. Okay. Kenny Dope and the presents the Bucketheads or something. Uh, the Bomb is the name of the song. Kenny Jesus. what, sorry? Huh? Kenny what? Kenny Dope. 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 Two Dopes at the end of Jesus. the day. So uh, this is uh, Simple Minds from 1982 with a song called New Gold Dream 81, 82, 83, 84. I've heard this. This is... Oh yeah, maybe you sent to the manager. Did open I? your mind. Open your mind. That's the, the song I'm trying to get you to guess. Okay. <laughs> uh, open your mind, John. Oh, Mark. Moby, isn't it? Moby, correct. <laughs> so that was that sample. That's Simple Minds. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, Simple get, Minds. Oh, yeah. 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 Open your mind. Yeah, that's it. Open it's your mind. Open your mind. Fucking hell, that's. I could do that. Did it, John? There's a Jim Carr. Jim Core. Jim Core. Jim Core. <laughs> 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 There's tinfoil hat. was one. That's um, Robbie Williams, isn't it? Correct. Rock DJ. <laughs> <laughs> you're all so wrong. It's a uh, Barry White. I know, but obviously that's the one it's it's from. I know. From, yeah, I know. Yeah. Barry that's Barry White from 1977. Shave my wife. Barry White saves your life. <laughs> So that's called It's Ecstasy When You Lay Down Next to Me. Ooh! Keep it clean now, Mark. Oh, My name is. Shady. Yeah. Wooka, yeah. Wooka. But it's actually Labby Sifri from 1974. Labby Sifri, I know him. Is he green was he? My name is. No, he did uh, the Madness song as well. Uh, must Be Love. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny just singing away down his own. We'll carry on there, says Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I was looking at Mark I thought it was his sample I don't know if I that one Gangster's Paradise is it? Yeah But it's actually not I <laughs> know oh, obviously yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah, I'm, going bad, the, I'm going for the new one like. This is Stevie Wonder Is that Stevie this? Yeah From 1976 Did he see his new house no? No he didn't either did he? <laughs> <laughs> Did he see his wife? She, uh, he didn't either <laughs> 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 That's called Pastine Paradise 
pastime part I walked through the valley of like the shadow Sam. of death. Just to sing it to Sam. I presume he got a, a writing credit. I'd say he didn't see much of them after they. <laughs> oh, MC Hamor. Uh, uh, Rick, Rick James, 1981. Rick James, bitch! Freaky powers. Super Damn freaky. Rick and Marty, uh... No, it's uh, Dave Chappelle. The okay. character got... I'm Rick James, bitch! <laughs> Rick James is a bit of a notorious bollocks behind the scenes, isn't he? Okay. Kelly, can you handle this? Bootylicious, though. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just guessing. It's actually Stevie <laughs> Nicks. It is Stevie Nicks, yeah? Uh, 1981. That's very good, actually. Age of 17. Ooh! Ooh! A school Ooh. of rock from, isn't it? Wasn't it? Hmm? School of Rock there. School of Rock. It was actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's another song I know. Nars Barkley. Nars. Oh, crazy. Yeah. But it's actually from 1968. <laughs> yes, Mark, it is crazy. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's actually mad, Mark. <laughs> so that's a uh, Western. It's from a yeah. Western. Django. Preparati Labara. Danjo, is yeah, it? Yeah, which means Danjo, prepare a coffin. Oh, I've heard of it. There's, there's, there's loads of Django films, isn't it? Is there? Uh, there is. Terence Hill, isn't it? Yeah, remember Terence Hill? No, I remember, remember name, yeah. Remember he was. Hang on, I just have a look. <laughs> you talk away there. Snatch, The Wizard of Oz, The Beatles, uh, PJ Gallagher. What's his name? The Trinity is my name, isn't it? Do you remember them? They were like comedy westerns. <clears throat> I remember his name. I can't remember the movies. Hilarious. Yeah. Do you remember him? No. no. They used to be always on RT there back in the day. Yeah. RTE. It was only RTE because it was no RT2. That's <laughs> all, yeah. Jesus. That's before John's time, so. RT2? God, that's all. I know I, the I, Westerns I, are probably I, before I remember, your time. I remember a big change to Network 2. They counting down for weeks. <laughs> that was that? controversial, wasn't it? That was, that was a big thing. My word. Day. What year was that? That was the late 80s, then, wasn't it? Was it? A big swap over. There was a show Network 2. Which she he It's RT2 though. Nighthawks. Nighthawks. You watch that, did you? Yeah, uh, the RT. Never a big fan of it, to be honest. No. no. That's a big thing when I switch over. Mm. But uh, is it RT2 now again? Back to RT2 again. Mm. No, they changed it. It was like two TVs. They changed it after Network Two and then yeah. RT2 again. Mm-hmm. As far as I remember. Do, 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 do. Oh yes, uh, paper planes. Yeah, that's the clash, isn't it? That's the clash. You've seen me that tonight, I played for the missus, she couldn't believe that. Just, just yeah. straight robbery, like. Katrina's niece was here yesterday, I was going through with her, she was like, fucking hell. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, she was yeah. like, that's a brilliant, the plane's a brilliant job. Robbing everything. In my ears, eh? And she was saying, like, uh, should I get any money around? Nah, not a penny. Yeah. There was a Pineapple, Pineapple Express as well. Oh, yeah. Was it? That's a good old film, isn't it? Very funny, yeah. And this is my last one, then. Great. Actually, delete that. Song. So this is from 1932. It's a Luke yeah. Stone and We're the Mont Senior Band, orchestra. Uh, featuring Al Bowley or something. So yeah, that's all my clips. You're a bastard, Jon Snow, for not listening to Did You Ever Come Across the Pop Culture Podcast? You big bastard. That's a very interesting man. Brilliant, man. I so, won't say it in JD's interesting voice, but yeah. So my, the la- yeah, just the last what? bit then. So, the Verve Bittersweet Symphony. Ah, yes. We're all familiar with that. That Const- is a tune. Controversial. So that was released from the album Urban Hymns in yes. 1987. We're all familiar with that. Yeah. Oh yes. So 
It's based on a sample he uses from Andrew Log Oldham's orchestral version of the Rolling Stones song, The Last Day. It's kind of out again now with the, the ad for uh, oh. Apple Cider thing or something. Yes, that? yeah. Oh. Well, the apples fall from the sky and stuff. The fall of the fox, is it? No, uh, it's Bummer, sir. The other one. Oh, the, the, du- the double one, yeah. No. It is a double Apple one. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Nice cider too. That's a great show, this actually. Is, yeah. yeah, the start that is. The, the sample yeah. here, though. Yeah. It's very lifted. Well, it involves some legal controversy anyway surrounding a plagiarism charge. I can't understand how they thought just they stole that. Yeah. So Mick Jagger and Key Richards were added to the songwriting credits and all royalties went to a fellow called Alan Klein. Mm. You heard of Alan Klein? No. He broke up the Beatles. Oh, did he? I think so he that's Yoko Ono's real name, Yoko Ono, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was Alan Klein. She was Alan Klein all along. Uh, what was he involved with the Beatles? What, what? He became their manager. You know, their first manager died, mm. Brian Epstein. So yeah. he was the Rolling Stones manager and they said that three of the Beatles taught he looked handy, like, so yeah. he's actually a gangster, like. Okay. Right. And uh, Paul McCartney didn't want him. He wanted right. his f- Which father-in-law, one? Eastman. Which Paul? Which Paul, like? The, uh, the second one. Oh, Paul okay. McCartney. McCartney, yeah. yeah. So I think that's <laughs> that's how they broke up. Okay. So uh, last April then, Jagger and Richards signed over all their publishing rights to the Verve. Yeah. So. But is it too late for them to make any money off that now? I don't know, I suppose it's still being Are they still going? I suppose. No, they've stood up a long time. They fell away so obviously when it's all this happened, did it? But uh, I don't know why they signed it off to the Verve because it was Richard Ashcraft. Is the songwriting credit. Okay. They just sent it over as a band so they all can... I don't know. Bob they all just benefit from that song. So maybe. originally, the Verve ne- negotiated rights to use it from the recording's copyright holder, Decca Records, but not Stone's manager, Alan Klein. So that's where they f- where they. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Some stones. But then Richard Ashcroft <laughs> sarcastically said, "This is the best song Jagger and Richards have written in twenty years since it was their biggest hit since Brown Sugar." Oh, okay. Shots fired. Yeah, and just in case you don't remember, this is the actual song. So I made Narcus reverse number. We're like the monkeys. Sure, the Stones would be happy to hear that, <laughs> that, that comparison. They were not a manufacturer band, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. They were just the front. So that's it. That's me topic. Excellent, Mark. That was very interesting, though. Do you remember, actually, do you remember the fact as well that uh, the beat or the monkeys? It was supposed to be the Clancy's. The Clancy's. The Clancy Brothers. Yeah. Saying, mean, they're going to come over to hey, 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 it's the Clancy's and yeah. the show is going to be based on the Clancy Brothers you're serious they and they wouldn't do it so he's got a version based on the Beatles instead fucking hell we're done, they're on, Paddy Clancy's on Gay Byrne talking about it like. yeah yeah. that's crazy they were huge in America they, they were, were massive huge they were hanging around with Dylan and all like Dylan, Dylan. Uh, they were talking about going to the, the Playboy Mansion and some of the pool under the rocks with, with uh, Hugh Hefner the bear? in the Playboy Mansion never heard of it Hugh Hefner's class. You have with Hugh Hefner and the model Hugh Hefner, no. Someone under all that. No, Pooley has on the Hugh grotto. The grotto program. The grotto thing, yeah. yeah. What? How'd you know, John? Um, <laughs> no, I just looked at the grotto across the road from Mark's house here. Bless yourself. But he used to have his own program, didn't he? Hugh Hefner in the 60s. Yeah. He used to have all bands on it and stuff. In his mansion. Yeah. <clears throat> that I've never heard of. Yeah, okay. Very oh, good. Right, the Hustler Mansion, they call it. Mm, the Hustler. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> Thanks for that. That was all very interesting no and brilliant and well put together. And there was a lot to it, so <laughs> fair play. Like homework last night. God bless you, Mark. Sunday night's nice homework. <laughs> Just to finish it after Glen Raw, did you? Glen Raw in the back room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. That could be a topic. It will be actually in a couple of weeks.
So I'll hand it over there to myself there, boys, and we'll get a few uh, emails. Oh, yeah. It's time for Jono's Bursting Sack of Emails. So the first one is, um, oh, this is very good, actually. Uh, this is from Mr. Chubby Cox. Sorry? Mr. Chubby Cox. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sound effects, no? <laughs> no, no, that's more of a visual. Uh, one second, no. I've got one here, actually. <laughs> soundboard. Just waiting for John there to open up his soundboard on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Chubby Cox asks, lads, if you could... <laughs> <laughs> Johnny's timing is amazing as always. <laughs> Mr. Chubby Cox... <laughs> oh, I changed soundboards. Sorry, I have two soundboards open. One second, where, where, where is it going again? So the first one is in from uh, Mr. Chubby Cox. <laughs> he asks, if you could click your fingers and any musical artist or band would be removed from the face of the earth, who would it be? I think I'd like to start there. I think everyone well, yeah, who is a big are, fan of this yeah. podcast would know. Fucking Sheeran. So what about you boys? Is there any band, musician you detest so much you just want to wipe him from the I face think, of the earth? I think nearly everything in the charts. Besides the Beatles. Mm. <laughs> A lot of modern pop and noise of shit. I mean, I, can't, I, could, I couldn't name one band. Just get the get no. out. Can I get rid of a songwriter or producer? <clears throat> Go on, yeah. Of course, can you? Yeah. Uh, a fella called Max Norman, is it? Oh, the Swedish dude. Yeah. No? Oh, yeah. yeah. He wrote. He writes everything. Taylor Swift. Every, Katy yeah, Perry. Everything. Oh, God, that yeah. shit. But can we get rid of him? Yeah. Okay. Is there any one particular artist that you'd like to see? The back of free. They don't care about him. They don't bother me. You listen to 2FM a bit lately. It's just the music they play. Shite. It's all hip hop nonsense. They're like. very. Uh, I know they're geared to the younger so, audience yeah. than me you know, and yeah. us, to be honest. But yeah, I don't. I, I wouldn't be into it. No. Any idea yourself, John? Anyone in particular? I suppose, you know, like Daniel O'Donnell. <laughs> you leave Daniel, Daniel O'Donnell alone. No. That I suppose you're going to say that. Nathan Carter now as well, yeah? Yeah, of course. That's oh, good. Wagon though, wheel. Actually, the Nathan Carter show can go on all. Jesus Christ, that's awful. Oh, it's Dan Telly, is it? Dan Telly. Okay. okay. How much does he work? Bob. Millions, about 10 million. He's only big over here, like he's not big in West yeah, Liverpool. He's from Liverpool, is yeah. His brother is that, I know, as well, or something, is he? Yeah, he was on the Denton. Oh, was that the, the Irish Denton? Was that what it was? Stars or the stars, or whatever it's called? I don't know. Yeah, so there you are, boys. Um, question number two comes in from a Mr. Sam Sung. Oh. He wants to know who in their right mind would buy an expensive iPhone with a shit camera, especially since every iPhone has been exactly the same since the iPhone 7? I think it's a valid question, like. What's the question? You need me to repeat all that again. <laughs> it's from Mr. Samsung. Yeah. He wants to know who in their right mind would buy an expensive iPhone with a shit camera, especially since every iPhone has been exactly the same since I, the I iPhone someone, 7. I know someone that would. Who's that, Mark? Across the road from me. Across the way there. As uh, you've noted this week, I've, 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 I've mentioned this thing called the, um, what's it called, the Surface Duo, the, the Microsoft thing. Oh, yeah. Turn my head. I'm not sure he was referring to you, John. He's just wondering I'm in just, general. I'm just, I'm just, Why are you yeah, getting so defensive, John? You never know. The next year's iPhone could be more different again. No, it derives shit. No, the cameras are brutal. I, I never had an iPhone. You're restricted in what you can do with them. I you can't transfer in or files. You can't. No. no, I don't care about phones really. So that's Mister Samsung, who obviously has no um, connection at all to Android phones. No, nope. <laughs> they are just want us to know that. Let's. But he is from Korea. <laughs> he is from Korea. <laughs> yeah. That is correct. John is very defensive there. Yeah. He isn't he? He's getting a little bit red. <laughs> Not. He's getting cross lets. The vein is popping out in his forehead. That's just, I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Okay, that's, so that's the end of the emails for this week. Um, okay. I'm going to pass you over to John, who may have news on last week's competition. Competition time! Congratulations to any position for a correcting. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very long drum one, that will. <laughs> His arms will be wrecked. Uh, for correctly guessing, I mean, answering 82 different white goods that. Uh, Mark mentioned it. It, is, it was 82, yes. 82 white goods. God bless I wasn't even counting myself. So, well done, Miss Position. Any, a- any position, any yeah. position I yes. think she's Polish. Okay, yeah. I think Position's a Polish name. I think it is, yeah. But uh, a full kitchen makeover is on the way for her. Excellent. So, she'll. How does she got her hands on that? She have to do it herself. I never kept the details out of that one. <laughs> that's embarrassing. So, that's ready for, in t- for collection in Ikea, is it? Oh, no, it's the kitchen joinery. Oh, yes. The specialist in kitchen. Trainery specialist, yes. Yeah, yeah. Be, I'll just give her the phone number, I think. It'll no be matter. easier. Yeah. We're still waiting for, um, uh, what's her name again? Your <laughs> <laughs> uh, one to collect the keys to the... Uh, Buster Hyman. No, that was Punjab. before again. Pun- what was her name again? The one from India. India Punjab. Oh. <laughs> John, check your notes there quick. It's well back here. Anyway, moving on, lads. I have no prize this week due to an incident. Oh, no. Oh, no, what happened? That the, uh, the in the in the overflow car park in Super Valley, the you remember our trailer of uh, Winter Fuel? Yes. Yeah. Well, it was trailers, and uh, they were stolen. The trailers were stolen. But they, they left, left all the, the goods. I think they're Eifer William trailers, lads. Oh, why? Well. I'm, I'm not sure if you're not, not sure our trailers. Are you familiar with them? Yeah. yeah. They're the Rolls Royce of trailers, Mark. Yeah, Mark. They're the elite trailers. And you put them on tractors and stuff. Like oh, that. tractors! You can on a four-wheel drive. Trailers, anything at all. They're, they're the job for pulling, Mark. Oh, you've never driven behind <laughs> an Eifer William trailer. I haven't taken. I, I bet you have. Probably shouting around on the road. Fucking come on, get off the road! Unfortunately, unfortunately, the remaining fuel fuel that was left there was set on fire. Oh no. And a uh, burnt down part of a house estate in Cargill. <laughs> oh, no. So I'm currently dealing with the fallout. We're not uh, so we're no not prizes. liable, are we? We're not, I'm liable. Because well, that's, that's why okay. I left it. Yeah. That's <laughs> so uh, I'm, dealing with the fa- I'm dealing with the fallout this week, lads. I'm Excellent. Uh, I'm sure our Patreon can, can put some. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Towards, uh, There's several, several euros we have in our Patreon account, yeah. Several. Several. Hide money from me. <laughs> <laughs> it's resting my account, John. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's it, sorry? Oh, geez, that, that, just uh, waiting for him to say more. <laughs> no, no, I, I, again, uh, I'm dealing with the fallout, so there's no competition this week. Perfect. Um, it's a pity. It's a pity, yeah. Send you back to me there for a second, lads, just to let everyone out there know that you can find us on Facebook, um, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Did You Ever Come Across uh, or Did You Ever Come Across podcast on some of them. So feel free, like uh, we put up a lot of stuff on, on our socials and we get a great reaction. <coughs> so uh, just keep doing that, lads. Um, we'd like to hear a bit of feedback. Please. Please. Thank you very much. And if you have any suggestions, how we can um, maybe replace John. Yes, no bother. <laughs> I mean, Sometime in the near future. Yeah. Um, any uh, suggestions, good or bad, lads, mostly good. We, we won't deal with the bad. Uh, we're just able to go. Well, no, we'll ignore the bad. We ignore the bad. That's ignore what, completely. That's what we do anyway. So just don't yeah. don't waste your 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 time. Let's. Um, well, so yeah, <laughs> complain all you want to, but uh, we won't listen to it. No, we don't. We don't listen. Fuck. What do you say about it? No. So yeah, that's where you find us, lads. Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook, lads. So get in touch. Thank there you, you very much. So I'll hand you over there to John to the weekly never controversial quiz. Oh, never. Yes. It's finally here. It's Johnny's Just a Minute Jizz with the Golden Shower. I think we're at 3-1, lads, are we? 
Are you sure I thought it was 2 we, all? We settled in 3 1 at all. I thought it was 3 0 before last week's one. Marky came back there with a, with a, with a list of. Uh, I, I actually went back and listened to it. I still can't figure out what it's 3 1. It's 3 1, yeah. We'll three three one. One, yeah, yeah, three one. yeah. Fair is fair, like. And uh, Mark won last week, didn't he? He did, yeah. So, um, Mark. Did I? I won't, I won't ask you, Mark, but do this week. I'll spin the wheel for the, the questions <laughs> spin here. The week. Okay. Oh, jeez. How'd you get that in the door? It's, it's, it's handy. You just borrowed it off the National Lottery, there, lads. <laughs> it's a drop it up by Saturday night for I, winning streak. I'm, again. Going, I'm going off colours here. Quick spin here. Okay, Mark. <laughs> it's so pathetic. <laughs> One second, I'll give him a spin. It's <laughs> so big, like. It's very weak. Even though the crowd outside aren't very happy, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to, I would, we actually talking. didn't minish, mention our live audience. We just want to welcome here to the first <laughs> live recording. They're piss poor, like. <laughs> um, right, Mark. Yes. I've got these uh, questions here. Where in the world, Mark, would you expect to find a car? Oh, sorry. Let's start again, Mark. Okay. <laughs> now put away the Google account there, quick. <laughs> right, Mark. Fresh, <laughs> oh, no. Where in the world would you expect to find a car with the registration code B? And think of the word car. All right, let's not give him too many fucking clues here, John, okay? Uh, Sweden. Clues too, John. Okay. Sweden. B? Sweden. B. B. No. Venezuela. No. I don't know. The Vatican City, Mark. Oh, really. Oh, yeah. Why I mentioned car. Very interesting. What's, what's a clue? That's a clue, isn't it? Why are you giving clues, John? I'll give you a clue, John. I want the clue. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Carry on. So. Christ, right. What was the, the clue, like? The car. Pope mobile. That wasn't really a clue, like, no, was it? No. I'm sure there's more than one car yeah, in the Vatican City, is there? Yeah. Is there only the one car there? Oh, the main car. V1. Car. Ooh, main I, I, dealer. Okay, Mark. Question number two. <laughs> What's the name of the character played by John Travolta in Pulp Fiction? Vincent Vega, is it? <laughs> Spot on with these sound effects. Well on done, lads, Mark. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get my pen out here. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh, you can't count to two, is it? Zero. Oh, no, he got one, sorry. How many did yeah. I get right? So, no, did one, out of two. one out of two. <laughs> one out of two. Two, two, <laughs> two. Testing two, one, two. Two of them. How much is one of them and two of them? Oh, this question's too easy, Mark, isn't it? They're uneasy if you know them. Mark Ellis, according to the idiom, what do birds of a feather do? They flock together. What do they do? Flock together. Was it a feather? No. Flock together. No. 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 They don't actually know. They stick together, don't they? Oh, no. Flock together. I think they actually stick together, yeah. Flock you together. know what I mean. Yeah. That's a written down. Well done, Mark. Fair play. Who's, who's doing the quiz? The quiz master. Yes. Master Bates and over there <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> and his decision is? Finally. He's got very steery. He's very the... confused.com <laughs> again. Fine. Fine. Right, John. John. I'll give you a cue in this question too. Please do. Lemurs are native to what island? Island. Lemurs. Lemurs. Madagascar. <laughs> Thank you. That's one for John. Say Karen. I almost said the rock. Mm. It's just also known as the Isle of Men, but that wouldn't be right. There's no men there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Right, John. Yes. Which sport is featured in two thousand and three film Sea Biscuit? That would be horse racing, John. Mark's going to give all about sports questions now, aren't you? Yeah. It's okay. More, it's more of a, you normally know yeah. do. It's it's a, a, no, that. 
Huh? I would have known. Okay, it's a yeah, sport yeah. in a movie. Mac is more interested in arse biscuits. Oh, it's known <laughs> as arse crumbs. What is that about? Oh, why, where did they come from? Jesus or bum biscuits, as a, a fan once called them. Who's this? Derek Mara. Derek Mara. What yeah. do you call them? Bum biscuits. Bum biscuits. Yeah. Dirty bastard. Plum, plum bum. Plum bum anyway, biscuits. Anyway, back to the very important... Okay, sorry, yeah, okay. John, what is the name of the machine commonly referred to as a lie detector? Polygraph. Yeah, bye. Yeah, and Johnny, bye. Johnny, bye. Thank you. Thank so you very John, much. I think, I think the crowd need to... Uh, more enthusiastic than the last crowd. Thanks. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No, no, it's honest to God. You're embarrassing me now. This place is packed. Thank you. How'd you know. get a money? Just sit room back. <laughs> Sorry, studio. Is that money? It's a cash prize for John. Oh, How much? Did you get money? Just this, that. That's the Dollar. Cash. I just made some bank. Well, he's not obviously unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the end of the sound effects. That's the end of the yeah. quiz, lads. Uh, quiz, uh, or John, or four, we'll go to 3 2, lads. 3 2. We'll 3 2. Thank you. I'm so proud. So Finito. Is that it? Very good, John. Thanks very much for that. Um, so, lads, this is the hardest part of the week. Oh, Jesus. Not getting up for work of a Monday morning. Oh, hey. mm. Or Wednesday morning. Uh, and staying awake all night, Tuesday night. time to say goodbye. You have to sing, yeah? <laughs> I don't have to, but I, I quite like it. So, lads, uh, thanks very much for hosting us again in your studio, Mark. No and thanks. <laughs> He's gone. Oh, this is background. You said sound sample. Okay. You'd have to get your sound sample. That was a sound sample there. That wasn't from your face. You're going to have to get that for the future. No. So, oh, yeah, thanks very much, Mark. Uh, I oh, will see you next week. Oh, he's really? getting it up, is he? He's F. Uh, Do you have that? This is what Jedi is messing with us. What's that? I didn't hear any of that. Transformers. Autobots, roll out. You can uh, cut that out there, Mark. That's, that's not going to work. Get the Hulk, no? Ah, <laughs> 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 no, Dark Vader. Oh, it looks like it now, John. <laughs> Dark Vader. Oh, how do I end this now? That's, that's, uh, that's his team. His light sword. Oh, Rocky. I'm trying very hard to say goodbye and finish the podcast with John. Is okay, John. He downloaded every Shoot. sound effect known to men. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I told you he's a big fan of George Michael. <laughs> okay, John has just been um, doing things to a sheep. I'm done. That's uh, Chewy. Is that Chewy? Okay, I was a sheep. Been, um... Thanks, lads. I'll see you yeah. next week. And no it's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. Song of Fall. Love you. And I'm also quite fond of you too, Mark. Bye. Car friends. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. When you think you've had it all and you feel it's nothing new, there might be something up there that we can share with you. John O'Markey and JD are here for you at last. It's the day you ever come across. The Pop Culture Podcast! Oh, hello. Jock McTavish here. And when I'm not busy playing bagpipes for my band Tom Screws, I'm listening to Did You Ever Come Across, the pop culture podcast. What can I, laddie? Tongue top of the teeth. Mississippi. Are we all ready to go, lads? Xylophone. Yeah. Sausages. Uh, Over-exuberance of your verbosity.
No, verbosity. Verbosity. That's easy for you to say, JD. It's not. Cheers, is Martin. Mark has a lot of writing there. Mark has just brought in a kitchen roll. It's rising front and back, the full kitchen roll. You ready to go, boys? Yep. Howdy, folks. This is American Jono here, and you can find me on this week's episode of Did You Ever Come Across the Pop Coach Podcast? Yeehaw! Um, a couple of emails there, let's. Oh, yeah. yeah. If we just have one in there from Max Dog, he wants to know are we finished yet? Yeah, yeah. to start again. I'll pass it over to um, the email section there with myself, there, boys. Wait, wait. She's getting up here. There's a dog knocking at the door. He is so well trained. There was kung fu fighting. Yeah, fucking hell. And there was fast as lightning. You can, you can. It was a little bit frightening. You can convert it twice. Then you can convert it twice, and it takes as long as you know what I mean. Yeah. How long are we going in? We are um, fifty-eight. Oh Jesus, mother God! That's very good, lad. Oh hi, I'm Pat from Ross Carberry. When I'm not hanging around the hotspots of Ross Carberry, I'm listening to Did You Ever Come Across, the pop culture podcast. That's my lot. <laughs> Short and sweet. All right, Patrick, you, you can leave now. <laughs> oh, sorry. I forgot. 